Today we want to say thank you. We do this every year, and you know, thank you seems uh, too, too, too superficial a word, but we want to say thank you to all of you who make this church what it is. And, uh, you know, obviously we've got a great staff here. I'm grateful to them. Um, I hope they know I'm grateful to them. Uh, but, but also, this place has over 400 volunteers in some capacity or another. That is astounding, isn't it? I mean, for our Christmas thank you meal, and every year we take the, the leaders out for a Christmas meal, we have to do it twice because of the number. And we have over 100 leaders would you believe, that we buy Christmas uh, dinner for and we have a blast. It's just a lovely, relaxed evening and we go to a local restaurant and it is just such fun. But it just says something that, that you know, behind the scenes, as it were, you know, um, there's so much going on. So much has to take place in order to uh, just do church. And it's more about being church than doing church. So uh, we have this little volunteer film, that, a little thank you film, and I want to just honor you and run that. So let's, thank you, Matt, let's just run that. You know, I like that, that movie. It's not that we haven't seen it before, but the truth of the matter is that, that it's our prayer and our hope, and I believe it to be true for many, many of you volunteering, that actually you're doing it not just because you've been guilted into doing something, not just because you, you feel you should or you ought, but because you've caught a grand vision. You realize that what you do, that little contribution, or in some cases a very significant contribution, it's a significant uh, gift of your time, your energy, and even your money in some cases. You know, you do that because you are part, you know that you are part of something bigger than yourself and that you are wanting to serve and see that, see, see you, that God's kingdom come in this day and this age. You know, uh, just driving in this morning, uh, as Phyllis and I often do, we give thanks for the volunteers who have been here all, you know, already for a significant time. You know, there's the car park guys. Did you see them there? Six of them standing in the rain. Give them a round of applause. And be nice to those guys. Sometimes people are a bit rude to them, which is really out of order, but be nice to those guys. You know, the welcome team, the steward team, the worship team, of course, the offering team, the refreshment team, the chai cafe, the ministry team, and then there's the children and there's the youth, and this is just Sundays. You know, and then during the week, we have interns, we have the feed, I mean, huge numbers of volunteers that help out with feed. Uh, you know, and, and then there's the board, and then there's you know maintenance crew, and all sorts of you know. It just goes on and on and on. All credit be to Jesus, and all credit be to you. Share that glory. It's because you've got this grander vision. It's a little phrase that we love sort of talking about. This a grander vision, and and that's I think what we've been really uh, perceiving and learning about over these last two or three years. You know, that God has a grander vision. When you think you've got it, when you think you've got it down, in fact, it's more. But it comes not just because of something that's been organized or arranged or a performance. It comes when a body, a group of people begin, begin exploring faith together, 
begin pressing into Jesus so that they might press on with him. When they understand that there is an open heaven, that God gives us all manner of opportunities and all we need to do is take that step of faith into the unknown in order to, to see that God actualizing this, this great thing that he's called the church for this day and age. You know, one of those things that, a, a little verse of scripture which I've always sort of found slightly arresting. It, it's an almost throwaway thing. But I, I love it because it demonstrates a servant heart. You know, the servanthood, the, the desire to serve one another comes from the heart. It is a little passage in uh, Mark. Let's just look at that now. And uh, let's have a quick look at that. And it's, it's, just, it's almost like a throwaway. But Mark chapter 1, verse 29, as soon as they left the synagogue, this is Jesus and the gang, they went to James and John to the, the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So she, he went up to her, took her hand and helped her up. And the, fe- the fever left her, and she began to wait on them. Little throwaway line, she began to wait on them. Now, of course, more cynical among us might have said, the blokes just stood around and said, well, as, how are you feeling? You all right? Well, you could make a cup of tea, could you? You know? But I'm not like that, are you? No, no. You know. How are you feeling? You all right? All right. Oh, yeah, I couldn't make a cup of tea. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it came from her heart. You know, so often when, I, when, when, when I'm sick, when I get that horrible thing we call man flu, you know, it's terrible, it's terrible, isn't it? Isn't it, Louis? It's ghastly. You know, if you women knew what we go through, <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, really, thank you. <laughs> if you knew what we go through, you know, but the truth of the matter is once we're over it, you know, we, you, you've got to rest for a couple of days, haven't you? You know, you've got to, you know, you mustn't rush into things again, otherwise you, know, you can set yourself back. This dear woman, that was not going to happen for her. This dear woman, as soon as she was well, her heart was to serve. And that's what I'm beginning to see. You see, it, it, it really isn't about rotors. And it really isn't about volunteers. Volunteers, you know, it's, it, 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 this nation, to be honest with you, runs on volunteers in every aspect. You know, I go pop into the hospital and there's volunteers, WRVS, you know, serving tea. And I know Mike and various other people uh, serve there and greet people and welcome there, you know, in our hospitals. Uh, in, in, in every sort of social area, there are volunteers. You know, the charity shops that have proliferated over the last 15, 20 years, all run by volunteers. You know, thank God for volunteers. And I don't think this nation really r- realizes just how many hours the Church of Jesus Christ puts in to the wider community. I mean, really, uh, it, it's extraordinary. But uh, you know, I, I, I want to change, I'll continue using the word volunteer, but, but really when I look at church volunteers, I'm not looking at volunteers, I'm looking at people who have answered the call. People who have answered the call. Uh, and they're recruits into the army of Jesus, you know. Uh, and that's really more the, 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 the thinking and the mentality, you know. So, so uh, you know, I, I really do want to honor you. And in this season when we're sort of coming of age, one of the things I said last week, and I believe it with all my heart, 
You know, gratitude is one of the hallmarks of uh, maturity when one is coming of age. You know, when you're a child, you know, when I had great fun with my son, my grandson on, on Friday, and you know, also visited my other grandkids, and, and they, they take a lot for, for granted. And sometimes you'll hear parents say, you know, say thank you, say thank you, you know. Uh, not, my, not my family didn't do that, but say thank you, you know, and they sort of almost beat the child up. The child just takes that for granted because the child just receives because it expects, you know, to be fed and clothed and maybe entertained and comforted and all the rest of it. But the truth of the matter is, as you grow up, you begin to realize just how fortunate you are if you have a loving parent. If you have someone who, prepare, who, who uh, uh, has cared for you and really put themselves out. And, and so as with, with maturity, you begin to realize just how many people are responsible for bringing you to that place of, 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 of comfort, and, and, and it's a humbling thing. And we as Christians, as we come of age, we begin to realize not just you know, what Christ has done for us, and that's the biggest revelation, of course, but also just how many people serve us. Just to get you on these seats this, this today you know, has, has involved an army of volunteers that you haven't, they haven't even considered or thought of. It, it's an extraordinary thing. It's this coming of age thing. And of course we do it and we, we ask the Holy Spirit to sow that into our hearts because we serve and we follow the servant king. You know, Jesus, the servant king who came to serve us. You know, I, I, uh, I, I, I wanna just sort of uh, embarrass you all. So you, some of you have been clanking around with these medals and uh, you know, what we've done, because there are so many volunteers, we have asked the ministry heads just to hand out. So if, you know, if you're in the, if, if, if folk are in the kids' ministry, that they'll be giving them there. We can't have a sort of presentation of 400 medals or whatever. Not that everyone is at church today. But uh, you know, so, so uh, I see a few medals around, but just put your hand up if you serve in some capacity. And uh, okay, let's just give a few of these away. I can't do everyone, but just, just come up here and let's, let's give you one of these. You, you can only have one, provided you, you wear it now. You have to wear it now. Wear it with pride. There we go. There we go. Thank you, yeah, people are clapping and applauding and all the rest of it. That's great, that's great. There's one for David there. Thank you, thank you. Now, I haven't got all of them here, but uh, I'll keep going until I run out. There we go. Thank you. Bless you, Harry. Whoops. Oh, I'm dropping them all over the place. There you go. Let's just go over to this side and see what, uh, see, we've got, oh dear, what's the matter with me? See, I'm wearing one, not that I'm a volunteer, but I just liked it, and so I stole it. Because <laughs> I'm senior pastor, I can do anything I like, you know. Okay, who else wants one? Who else is a volunteer in some way, shape, or form? Come on up here, let me give you, let me give you one of these. Louis. Thank you. Do you know, it, it brings a tear to my eye when I, I, I see these guys. I mean, Stess runs the Wednesday afternoon feed thing. Bless you, my love. Bless you. Bless you. You have to wear them, you have to wear them. Have you, are you wearing yours? Put that on. 
my son-in-law is not wearing his medal. There will be words. <laughs> you know what? Um, the, the, these are silly things, and you've probably got two or three, and you can only get one. You can, if, don't, you're not one of these people who collects medals, are you? Because I don't want you going to every ministry you serve in and getting another medal. I've got five. How many have you got? Yeah. It's not like that. Just one. But, uh, you know, it's a, a little thing we do, can do, and it's kind of... It's just good to do it, really. And just look at you now. Just everybody stand up and do a twirl. Go on. So many medals here. Stand up. Everybody stand up. Danny, stand up. There you go. Were any of you guys up there on the... Oh, look. Let's just have a couple for our AV sound guys up there. Somebody run... Dennis, just run those up there. And there we go. How many have we got up there? Three. Three. Great, there we go. Thank you very much indeed. Brilliant. You know, you guys rock. And uh, although we always have room for uh, more folk to serve in this church, because we are, thank God, a growing church, it is just so wonderful to honor you and, and just to give thanks to God for the, the, the truth, the reality that we couldn't do this if you didn't know that this is church, and this is what church people do. They serve. Thank you. God bless you. Let's just look at Jesus then, and, and a passage that will be very familiar to you. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, let's look at John chapter 13, verses 12 to 7. I read the first half of it earlier on, didn't I? But let's just pick up the story again. What Jesus said this, verse 12, chapter 13, he said, When he had finished washing their feet, he put his clothes on and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you, he asked them. Do you understand? And I think some of you understand. I think we're coming of age. We're beginning to realize. We get, we're growing up. We don't just take these things for granted. We're beginning to grow, and with growth comes understanding. We're beginning to understand what God has done for us. And that also fuels gratitude. He says, do you understand what I've done for you, he asked them. You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If we follow Jesus, we will, in time, be more than recipients of grace. We will be servants who put themselves out, who inconvenience themselves for the sake of others. It's part of the genetic code. We can't help ourselves. That's what happened with, with Simon's mother-in-law. She couldn't help herself. She wasn't shamed, prodded, poked, she served because she couldn't help herself. And that's true of Christians, not just in this capacity at church, but elsewhere too. In fact, I don't know, this is going around my mind, this is just something that I, I can't get round to, but I'd like to just give this to Andrew Sellers here. Andrew, uh, you are, uh, for some of us, you are our MP, and I just want to honor you and say thank you very much for the way you, you continually serve the community. God bless you. Give Andrew a big clap. <clears throat> so Jesus then, you know, if we follow Jesus, you know, uh, 
we are called to serve, but there is this curious thing. I was reading again this, only this morning where it was saying that we will share his glory. Jesus comes to serve, but actually in due course, Jesus will be revealed to all that is seen and unseen as the very person he is. He is Lord of all. Thank God that we have a Lord who doesn't come to lord it over, over us, but comes to, to serve us. We could have, you know, God can be anyone who he chooses to be, any personality, any type. He could be that wrathful God that some people speak of. He could be that judgment and, judgmental and critical and, and undermining and, and, and forceful God who just has his way and throws tantrums when he doesn't. He chooses not to be that God. Oh yes, he will come to judge. He will come to judge the quick and the dead, as it says in the old 1662 prayer book. But he comes to serve, and people too often just miss that. But you are getting that. And that's why, as followers of Jesus, we serve one another. We serve the community. You know, it's funny when this is a church, people come and they say, why are you doing this? You know, why are you, do you, know, why are you serving Free coffees. Why, 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 you know, who, who pays all these people's salaries? And we say, they, they, they come and do it for free. I've honestly had this conversation many a time. Who, who, who pays all these people to come and work at feet? Nobody pays these people to come and work. They, they do it for free. And, and isn't, it, isn't it curious that the world, when it sees the church, doesn't see servants? And I think that's because too often the church has just kicked back and been, been content to sit back and do nothing and have others serve them. But the reality is, as we come of age, as we grow, as we embrace the grander vision that it is to be part of the kingdom of God, so we find ourselves, we find ourselves embracing servanthood as a way of life, as a way of life. If you serve here, and if your heart's in it, you will find yourself serving other people. Lovely little story, Mana, who, uh, Peter and Mana, who, uh, Mana is, is one of our staff members, and uh, is a South African. And did you notice, see what I did then? You know? The South Africans are scowling at me. Well, I thought that was a pretty good South African accent myself. I think that deserves a clap. <laughs> Roger's scowling at me. <laughs> you naughty man. And, uh, but she got stuck. Uh, she, their, their flight coming back from South Africa was routed through Turkey, and we all know the weather that Turkey had just recently. And they were stuck there for three or four days. Crazy. And all their luggage had been checked in. They had nothing but the clothes they stood in for three or four days. And uh, the airline was, was really hard-pressed, let's just leave it at that, to, to provide for them. Anyway, on one occasion, they're all shepherded or herded, I should say, into a bus to be taken to a hotel. And they're dropped off four blocks from the hotel. And it's snowy, and they've got flip-flops and stuff on. And... Uh, Mana, bless her, is carrying a, a bit of hand luggage and the kids are just sort of, you know, weeping and stuff like that. It's not funny at all. It's a great story after the event, you know, it's a great dinner party story, but in, when you're in it, it's not so much fun. But, uh, so they're in that situation, the Mana's walking along, and suddenly, out of nowhere, this guy comes up and takes her case and say, said, let me carry that for you. And she said it was such, in, in that situation when, quite frankly, I'd had enough, I was up to here, I was trying to hold it together for the family, but it was kind of like getting there, and still no news and no information, and this guy just comes up and didn't sort of, it wasn't, he wasn't a sort of a robber, 
and then sort of pull it away and run down the street, and she's left. So I think, oh, I can't believe it. This is just, you know. He just takes the case and says, let me carry that for you. And, uh, and she said, I just welled up. It was just a simple act of kindness. People who serve here and do it from the right heart will serve out there. They will be model citizens. You, w- you will be model ser- citizens because you are living to this other, grander vision, understanding that we're here not just to be part of, but to help Jesus build the kingdom of God. So we're just going to do something now very, very simple, uh, slightly embarrassing, I suppose. But uh, we're going to, or I'm going to, um, just wash a couple of feet. So only people with clean feet can apply. 